0: You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Best Bets for Pets. I'm your show host, Michelle Fern. So we're going to talk about something very, very important. And it deals with saving your pet's life. What could be more important than that? Stay tuned. We'll be right back.
1: We'll be right back, right after these messages. Stay tuned. Buster, you're telling me my dog food products can't go on your shelves. That's right. Didn't pass one of my pet co-certified nutrition checklists. Sorry, Wayne. Who made these checklists? Geniuses. Very smart guys. Well, it's good enough for most grocery stores. Do you see cheese puffs on my shelves? Mayonnaise? Soda pop? No. That's because I ain't running no grocery store, Wayne. Your pets will get better nutrition, I guarantee it. Petco, with healthy pets go. Enter the code LUCKY10, L-U-C-K-Y, the number 10, and get 10% off any order. No minimum at Petco.com.
2: Join us here on Pet Life Radio on a super smiley adventure.
1: Good boy. Let's talk pets on petliferadio.com.
0: Hi, everyone. Welcome back. Today, I want to introduce you to Mark Rapp and he is the Director of Marketing at Beauregard's Fire Safety Plaques. Welcome, Mark. Welcome. So this is so important because if there's ever a fire or, I imagine, another disaster for people to know that you have animals in the house because often they hide, can you tell our listeners basically about your product?
1: Yeah. um, Our plaque was kind of designed with our pets in mind. My two sons are firefighters. So we had long conversations about how they would look for our pets and, you know, it was the consensus that a visual aid at the front door or both doors or any entrances would would be a help to them. And that's kind of how we came up with it. It is a very ornate product that is made out of three finishes, nickel, brass, and copper. It's made out of ABS plastic that's very durable. It's easy, lightweight. But we do recommend that you put it by one of your doors. When they enter your home, they see that. You know, I mean, you could have a million pets. It, it doesn't matter. If they see that, they realize that you probably spent a good chunk of money for that, and uh, they're going to look for your pets. So that's kind of how we came up with it.
0: One of the things that also is, it's. Not just for fire safety. I mean, anytime there's some type of disaster, because I know pets, I mean, I have one of my little dogs just thunder, and he's terrified, so I can imagine if there is, you know, fire or something worse. So I think it's, you know, a great useful item for any type of disaster, problem, or what have you.
1: No, that that's correct, and, and we... We know that there are other, um, you know, we live in a hurricane place here, so, you know, anything could happen. We could get, a tree could come through the house and we get knocked out and somebody comes in the house and our pets are running around uh, in the house, you know. Um, so, so it is different emergencies. We understand that. I think fire is the one that we're passionate about just because we've seen that happen. The girl that designed this plaque, her house just burnt down and luckily the firemen saved five dogs, so... It's definitely out there. Fires do still happen. We just don't see it every day. And, uh, you know, that's kind of where we're at. We, we really love the product. And, uh, you know, we're hoping to come out with some other ones.
0: So the product comes in three finishes, and it's a lightweight plaque. It's, it's a really cute design. It's a picture of a dog and, um, and then, you know, information on the front. Why did you come up with a plaque for in plastic and this type of plastic material?
1: Well, I, I think one thing we were looking at was affordability. You know, a bronze plaque is 285, 185 to 285 dollars for that size. So aluminum might be a little cheaper, but what you don't find is you don't find the three-dimensional look. You probably won't find those kind of finishes. It's actually an industry that's kind of a dying art that we've kind of you know it's still out there, but all the business has been shipped overseas. So we're kind of bringing it back, and we're probably, uh, it's probably employing 60 to 80 people with, when they do our little project. So you know that, that's a plus sign for, for our economy. But I, I think weatherability, you know like I said, it's lightweight, it's easy to install. It costs less to ship. We are thinking about using a recycled ABS plastic, which ABS plastic is the same product that you'll see on your automotive parts, your dashboard, grills. That plastic is very impact resistant, very you know uh, durable for outdoors. So it was a good product for us to use and and like i said the electroplating process has been around a long time so it's just it's a nice look and we were able to get three different finishes out of the one plaque that we created
0: now did the plaques all have just the dog figure do you have plaques for different animals
1: well, this is our first plaque. Like I said, it's taken us uh, over a year and a half to get this project completed. And, um, you know, we're hoping to do one with a cat on it. Actually, that is in the design element right now. Hopefully, we can get a handle on that. It has to be sculpted out of clay, the cat, and then it has to be scanned and everything else. And then we can go to building our steel mold. That That's how the injection mold business is they, they build a steel mold so it's very time consuming and it is very pricey so you know we'd like to get this first one out we're excited about it we've heard from a lot of cat people and we, we can't wait to do one we're actually thinking of doing a double mold which will give us a cat one as well and then and then probably a third plaque so we'll have And we'll have two other plaques being designed next time around, which, you know, we're hoping within six months we'll have that.
0: Oh, that's great because I know, well, I have a cat and dogs, but I know my cat friends like their cats. So that's great that um, you're going to be coming out with a cat plaque soon. You know, I have a side benefit besides, you know, letting people know in case of a disaster that you have animals in your house. Since I've had my plaque, I've had people come visit me and they, you know, know when I open the door to greet. I've had this happen about four times. Someone said, "Oh, I see you have dogs, so I'm going to not open the door wider and make sure nobody comes out." It just lets people know too that you have animals in the house, so to be conscious of that.
1: Well, that's actually true. We were actually thinking about making a, a plaque for that, and we still might down the road. But it, but I can see that working that way.
0: Yeah, I've had before. I remember years ago, I lived right next to a very busy street and someone came to visit, held the door open, my dog flew. So, I had to just look for whatever I could find to like lure her back into the house cuz she was on, <laughs> you know, she was on a party. She thought, "I'm free now. I'm chasing cats. I'm out there." Oh, yeah. And I'm it's right near actually two busy streets and I thought, "Oh, wow, it's So, I'm looking for her and, you know, so it's a nice warning to just let people know. I mean, sometimes our dogs are talkative. mind mine bark, but sometimes not and this way right. people are aware that okay i see you have animals so i'm not going to stand there you know and open the door wider and just start chatting i'm going to be conscious that your animals might run out my cat likes to run out too so
1: right and that was actually a concern of ours and we would like to do one down the road to that but i'm sure it right now it serves that purpose if if people see that now i have one at my front door and i have one on my back door and um You know, nobody's really said that yet, probably because they all realize that I have animals. But I can see that working that way, and it's probably, you know, a nice thing. And we did put our pets on there for anybody that lives alone We did not want to, you know, uh, let anybody know that, you know, they lived alone. So we put our pets on there. Uh, We thought that was a good idea. But, uh, you know, they're a decorative piece of artwork that serves a vital purpose, in our opinion. And they look good on any, any particular house, any style of house.
0: So where can our listeners find the plaques?
1: Right now, the plaques, are we're actively you know, trying to get our, our into some catalogs. Right now, the best place I can tell them is to go to com, and they can purchase it right from there. They can read the About Us. Uh, we do have a lot of emergency tips, uh, a lot of tips on what your pet shouldn't eat, uh, which onions were one on the list that I didn't know about. So there's a lot of good information on there, but uh, yeah, com is probably the best place. You know, we are, like I said, working on a couple of the uh, the boutiques and, and catalogs, so hopefully within six months we should have a little bit more distribution out there, but uh, uh, it's probably the easiest way to get it from our website.
0: Okay, now you said there's some tips for, safety tips for your animals, and I encourage our listeners to go to your site there'll also be a link to your site on the episode page of this segment but can you give our listeners a few of those tips
1: well you know i haven't looked at it in a while but i I know there's a lot of tips on uh, what not to feed your your pets Uh, like i just said onions were one of them Uh, i never knew that tomato leaves were another one that is poisonous very poisonous So there's a lot of tips on on poisonous plants and actual foods they shouldn't have. There are some fire safety tips in there. You know, there's quite a few obvious ones that, you know, about your pet. You know, you don't want to leave a pan on the stove with a handle pointed out. You know, animals do knock that over. There's a lot of tips on there as far as the stats for fire safety, which is, like I say, a passion of, of mine. I live in a very old Spanish house built in 1926, and there, if I get stuck on my second floor, there's actually no way I can get down other than jumping. So, you know, there's a lot of good literature out there as far as, uh, you know, how to plan uh, an evacuation, well, regardless of what, you know, fire is one of them. It's probably the quickest thing that spreads, and, and you only have two minutes to get out of fire. So, you know, having a good uh, escape plan is something that 70% of Americans don't practice, so we are kind of implementing that, and we're we're hoping that we get the message out. That's still a little bit of education that I think we could all use. You know, uh, like I said, there's a lot of safety tips in there. I, uh, I know my wife did a lot of the other tips, but there's some good information in there. There's a lot of good uh, information that we got off of other sites, you know. So, you know, they can check that out, and, uh, you know, we're working on uh, maybe a CPR. Uh, we are going to add uh, – there's actually a new product out that the fire department has had in their in their trucks. They've had the pet oxygen masks in their trucks for a while. Uh, we're still fire departments that do not have the pet oxygen masks. But there's an Ambu bag that goes with it, and that's a resuscitation bag. It's something new that's out there now, and we're thinking about trying to get donations for that so the fire department can have that as well. Right now, there is no way to resuscitate an animal the fire departments they will use a, uh, an ambu bag that is a throwaway the pet oxygen masks only come with a with an oxygen line and most firemen and EMTs or paramedics will probably use the throwaway one but this one's kind of nice cuz it's it's reusable so we're hoping that we can get that started it's kind of a neat process. And, you know, it, it still happens. There's still resuscitation that needs to be done. And, you know, I'm sure the firemen uh, are always looking for other tools in the trade.
0: Yeah, it's not like you can give your dog CPR, standard CPR that you give a person. You know. um,
1: it's nose you? out. Uh, it's there's actually classes for that, and I am actually going to take a class. You know, you, you have to do it in person, which I, I think everybody should. If they had the time and they could find one in their area, it, it's probably very fascinating just because of it's an animal versus a person. It's kind of the same thing, but it's mouth to snout. That's the way you would resuscitate. Now, with these oxygen masks, they're able to use this Ambu bag and I'm not sure it's a homeowner kind of thing without taking a course and you understand how to use that. There's different sizes for different pets, but but it's kind of neat. And we're hoping that we get that campaign going. I'm working with my son and his fire department to see if it's if it, that's a feasible thing for them. At least that way they wouldn't be throwing away their product, their Ambu bags, and they could reuse this one. So I think it's a uh, it's a smart investment on on the our parts to do that with
0: Well, it sounds like there's some great tips on your site, not only for fire safety, but also just general safety for your animal and great information that our listeners can get to. And that's com.
1: Yes, Beauregards.com. And we're also, uh, please uh, like us on Facebook. We have a lot of good Facebook pictures and uh, we have some neat, neat little things going on there. So, you know, feel free for your listeners to... uh, you know, like us on Facebook and, uh, you know, hope they can purchase the plaque and keep their animals safe. And, you know, hopefully we come out with the other ones uh, sooner than later.
0: Great. It's a great idea, Mark, and it's a great, nice-looking plaque, and it's a simple way to let emergency people know that you have an animal, please look for your animal, and it saves lives, helps saves you know, lives. What can be better than that?
1: Right. One other tip I'd like to add that that I know there's a lot of stickers that go on your windows, which there's nothing wrong with that. Stickers have been around a lot longer than our plaques are. The only thing that we've noticed and that we've gotten with a lot of the firemen that there's no dates on these. Now, we put dates on, on ours. So if you do have the stickers or you do purchase the stickers, you know, try to find some with the date on it. You know, in the commotion of an emergency, I'm not sure everybody's going to read it, but if the date's on there, they, they realize that it's current and uh, and that you probably have pets in the house. It's not, some of these stickers could be there for three years. They don't really know whether they're current or not. So that, that was a big, uh, seemed to be a big question for them. So I'm kind of reaching out to... Uh, everybody and you know if you do decide to put a sticker on your window which we actually have stickers as well i mean it wouldn't hurt to put them all over your house you know the the more the merrier but uh, make sure it does have the date on it and and there's actually some reflective stickers that are out there that work really well too you know the the plaque is for the front or the back of the house it it stands out very well we encourage people to get that and we we just know it's a nice piece of artwork that you know somebody would put on the front of their house so you know just another little tip on the on the stickers making sure they have dates on
0: that's great information because yeah it's good keep it current this way that i think that the emergency personnel are more likely to look at it and they realize oh it's not something that's been there forever or maybe doesn't even belong to the current owner but it's it's something active and something to act on now
1: Right. Yeah, we're a member of the NFPA, which uh, another good tip for any young parents out there that have young children, go to the NFPA website, National Fire Prevention Association, and and they have a link on there. I think it's Sparky's uh, Schoolhouse or something like that, Sparky the Fire Dog or something like that, Families and something, but uh, there's some good links there you can get a lot of good information on there. And, and, you know, I'm 57 years old and and there's a lot that I learned later in life. And, you know, your, your fire department will come to your house. They'll talk to your kids. They'll walk your house to see if you have any issues that maybe you want to address. My wife likes to put, she has a extension cord underneath the carpet, you know, which is not very good, especially where it plugs in. And, uh you know, I'm constantly pulling that thing out of there. So there, there's a lot of good tips that you can get from the NFPA. And like I said, your local fire department will come and talk to you. I mean, they taught me a lot, you know, helped me figure out a good escape plan. I found out I need one more smoke detector. So, uh, you know, and not to say there's other safety tips you can you can find. But uh, uh, like I said, I'm passionate with the uh, the fire prevention. And NFPA is a great site for for anybody to go to.
0: Okay, sounds great. And listeners, again, they can go to boaguards.com and they can get information on all sorts of fire safety tips and other tips as well as what bad things to, for your dogs to stay away from, from eating, and also find the fire safety flax. So that's Beauregards.com. And listeners, there'll be a link on the episode page of this segment as well. So you can go right there and get to the website. Thank you so much, Mark, for coming on Best Bets for Pets and telling our listeners all about the fire safety plaques that you have.
1: Well, thank you so much for having us. It's been great, and uh, we wish everybody uh, safety.
0: Thanks, listeners, for listening to this episode of Best Bets for Pets. Stay tuned for more on another great product.
1: We'll be right back, right after these messages. Stay tuned. Go to 1-800-PetMeds.com forward slash best, B-E-S-T, to get 10% off any order and free shipping on orders of $39 or more at PetMeds.com.
0: I don't make any decisions about who to hire without going to Angie's
1: List first. You'll find reviews on home repair to health care, written by people just like you. With Angie's List, I know who to call, and I know the results will be fantastic. Angie's List, who you can trust. Go to Angie'sList.com forward slash best and get 25% off any subscription. That's Angie'sList.com forward slash best, B-E-S-T you like your business to reach out and invite in our audience. We have a brand new trademark concept called InfoSeeds. InfoSeeds are short 20-second seeds of information about your place of business, practice, or service. We only have a limited number of slots left. For more information, visit PetLifeRadio.com. Click on sponsorship information. There you can listen to a sample of InfoSeed or email us at petliferadio.com. Remember, only a limited number of opportunities are available. <laughs>
2: Hey guys, this is Skylar Samuel Hi, this is Rochelle Fef from the Twilight franchise
1: Hey, what's going on? It's Tyler James Williams from everybody meets Chris Hey
2: guys, it's Caroline Sunshine from the new movie Marmaduke You are listening to the amazing unstoppable Kristen Powers
1: Pets Rock. Pets
2: Rock. Pets Rock Pets Rock Pets Rock Pets Rock Pets Rock on Pet Life Radio Hey everyone, this is Kristen Powers of Pets Rock at Pet Life Radio We'll see you next time
0: Every week on demand only
1: on Pet Life Radio Let's talk pets. Let's
0: talk pets on Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio.
2: Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. .com.
0: Hey, everyone, welcome back. Today, we're going to talk about some favorite products that we've recently reviewed, and I have with me Lexi, who's an animal expert, and she resides in Greater New York City. Welcome, (laughs) Lexi. Hi, it's a pleasure to be here today. Oh, I'm so glad to have you. Now, can you tell our guests a little bit about you?
2: Well, I live on the greater side of New York City. I have five stray dogs I rescued. I am a big pet lover. And I'm
0: happy to be here today. We're so glad to have you. Wow, you have five rescue dogs. And I know in New York City, they don't have huge mansions, so that must be a busy household.
2: It is. The dogs are everywhere in the house, but I love all of them, so I'm more than happy for them to be in the house. How did you come to rescue five dogs? Well, it all started when I used to live down in Florida. I had two dogs, actually, and one of them was a rescue, and then the other one was got it given to us. So we moved up, we rescued another dog, and they had puppies, and we ended up keeping two of them. And then as time went by, we there was another rescue dog. I think I'm up to number five. She lived in, I think she lived in North Carolina. It's funny that she came from North Carolina all the way to New York. But she was only supposed to be a foster, but we ended up liking her and keeping her. I know
0: it's so hard. I have three animals and two of them are rescues. It's, it's always great when you can rescue, you know, pets and give them a chance at a, you know, a better life than what would have happened or, or the life they could have, the worst life they could have had. So today we're going to talk about some of our favorite products. One of the items that I reviewed earlier this year that I just love is Dermagic Shampoo Bar. It's called Dermagic Shampoo Bar. And Lexi, you tried it on one of your dogs. How did you like it?
2: Well, usually as giving dogs baths and showering them, they usually don't like it that much. They try to get out of the water. They just make a mess. But when actually I used the bar my dogs, they loved it. They sat very like quietly. They enjoyed it. It was a lot better of a shower.
0: Yeah, my dog, too, and I think it's because, you know, I'm taking the bar in my hand and putting it on their body uh, because you have to rub it. It's a soap bar, shampoo bar, and I think they get like a little mini massage, and that's what they like so much, so they're calmer. I mean, is that what you found? Yeah, I found kind of the same thing. My dogs enjoyed it. So, yeah, that's definitely thumbs up uh, for both of us on the Shampoo Bar by Dermagic. It's just great product.
2: Another product, the Stella and chewies, the freeze dried dinners, the dogs love them. I tried I gave it to them. I didn't know really what to expect, but
0: uh they liked it. They went crazy for them. My dog actually I was training him for a new trick, and I thought, let me try this because he seems to like it, and this he's really, really picky. And I'm telling you, that trick went so smoothly because I would just use the Stellan Chewy dinners as little, little treats. I broke it up and he went crazy. It was just so, it just made training really, really easy. It's expensive, you know? Yeah. But... It's definitely worth it. I just use them as treats more than a full dinner. and Just kind of use little pieces of it. What do you think? Would you buy it again?
2: I would definitely buy it again. Maybe even in one of the different flavors because they come in like four or five. But try something different. But a dog definitely enjoyed it. So I would definitely get it again. That's great.
0: Now... One of the things right now, we're in a season, you know, where it's rainy, and it's really hard to find raincoats for larger dogs. I mean, have you had it any easier in New York to find it? No, because
2: even any type of clothing for bigger dogs is always more of a challenge. A lot of places only make it for the small dogs that you can carry around with you. But I did find the Robin Meyer NYC raincoats. Actually, they have one for larger dogs as well as smaller dogs. And they're comfortable, they're reversible, my dogs wear them, they go
0: out in the snow with them. Yeah, they also have, when it gets really cold, because I know sometimes in the snow it's not as that cold, but they also have full-on coats for dogs too, and they make she makes them in larger sizes also. And Robin Meyer, who I interviewed earlier this year, has a fashion background. My dog has a collar that was fashioned after a Chanel handbag, so... He might be better dressed than I am. Can you imagine having a little? You know, your collar is from a Chanel handbag. No, I I can't imagine my dog wearing
2: <laughs> nicer collars than my person.
0: But the raincoats are—they're really nice, and yeah, it's so true. For a larger dog, it's definitely challenging to find some type of clothing. And for a raincoat, it's nice. I think it makes them more secure. You know, when it fenders. Yeah. And it also makes them. Just more, you know, it keeps some of the water off, which is nice. Yeah, it keeps the
2: wet dog smell when they come back in. They don't have that smell. They're not dripping wet, so it's nice.
0: And definitely a little warmer, too, for them, which is nice sometimes Mm -hmm. when it's colder weather.
2: Another product, the All-American Pet Treats uh, Baking Pan. It's kind of like a little um, stencil of like a little paw print. It's nice. You can put anything in it. You can put dog treats. You can put stuff for us to eat. You can put little, like, you can put, like, you can freeze stuff in it. You can microwave it. All-purpose type of thing. It's really nice. It's cute. The little stencils come out in little paw prints. It's pretty much indestructible.
0: I recently tried some of the recipes that um, Andrew from American Pet Treats has given to us on a previous show. And there's some great recipes. He had a recipe for frozen treats. He also recommended, because it's, um, like you said, the stencils or the cavities are shaped like paw prints, so whatever you put in there, you freeze, bake, or, or you know, in the microwave or oven, they come out like little paw prints. They also have it in a larger size with a larger paw print, and they come out very easily because the silicone is naturally resistant to anything sticking to it, so whether it's frozen or baked, it just it comes out very nicely, and it also is very durable, as you said, and um, his recipes were just different ones. He even had one for a jello recipe for older dogs. because you know how older dogs sometimes they don't want anything hard and crunchy. Mm. so he had a great recipe for that too. They're you know they're 24.99 so they're not the least expensive type of product I've seen, but for how durable it is, Definitely well, well worth the money. I mean, you buy this, is, you'll have this forever. It's a great, great little muffin pan and it's a great way to make healthy treats for your dogs that are much better than some, not all, but some of the treats that you can get out there commercially. So I definitely recommend that. Any other products that you've tried out there recently that you just love?
2: Well, um, I've definitely tried products here and there. I don't exactly remember their names, but like all the products I've tried are very different, and some of them I like more than others, but you try products, and then you find the ones you like, and you just stick to them.
0: Yeah, it's definitely acquired taste, I think, for your animal. I have one dog that is, you know, and he's a little one, so you'd think that he would be picky with his food. No, anything. He eats anything. The bigger one, who's 40 pounds, he's picky. Do you find that with your dogs, too? You have some that are pickier than yeah
2: i definitely have some that are pickier than others some will eat other things the other ones won't because my dogs personally they love vegetables they'll eat lettuce they'll eat cucumbers they'll eat almost any vegetable some of them some of the bigger ones are actually a little more picky some of them won't eat the lettuce but they'll eat the cucumbers and some of the smaller ones will just eat anything they'll just anything
0: you give them they'll eat <laughs> what's the strangest thing that you had your dog eat that you just thought i can't believe this I would have to say the lettuce, but it has no taste. It
2: has no flavor, really. And my dogs just love it. They'll just sit there and eat like a salad. (laughs)
0: That's funny. I thought when I had my dogs eat bell pepper, I didn't expect watermelon. But I heard watermelon was good for the dogs. They really like the watermelon, except be careful not to overgive the watermelon because then I think it is not so good for... When they are going to the bathroom. But, (laughs) but, but, you know, and always, always listeners, check with your vet. Make sure it's something you can give your dog. But I know on the whole, most vegetables are pretty good for dogs. Yeah. You know? So, listeners, these are a few of our most favorite items that I've reviewed on Best Bets for Pets. You can find all of the items in other show episodes that have been. Posted already at PetLifeRadio.com. Just look for Best Bets for Pets. And thank you so much, Lexi, for coming on the show. Well, thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure. And thanks to my producer, Mark Winner, for making me sound, making us sound great. Thanks to our fur babies, Zeus and Nikki and Dennis. And Lexi, your fur
2: babies? Well, actually, it's funny. One of them is also named Lexi. <laughs> Destiny, Rocky, Carly, and Scruffy.
0: And that's for keeping us on our toes, making us happy and making us laugh when we've had those days when laughing is far from our minds. And my listeners, thank you so much for listening to Best Bets for Pets. I appreciate you so much. Say hi to your furry pets for me.